0: Last time, on Odyssey. James Lamb, Allison Taylor, and Charlotte Greenman had evaded the cops and a strange green assassin who had been tailing them, and they boarded a train to the Chufton Stadium where the Aldrin's memorial concert was being held.
1: You remember how, like, we always had groupies and stuff that helped us bring in all our stuff? Yeah. So we just need to get around to the back, and we look like them, so we can just be like, yeah, we're, you know, groupies, we're helping with the microphone cord, whatever bullshit we come up with.
0: They stumbled into the museum section of the stadium where they found their old tour bus, the Space Shuttle Challenger.
1: It's our motherfucking bus, Charlie! Do you think it still runs?
0: It would make sense that they would grab
2: it, but...
1: Well, yeah.
0: I might be able to get it running again, if it doesn't. Instead of revealing their identities, they took the place of a cover band called the Growlers, Finding their place on stage, they performed alleged covers of the Aldrins' songs, even though they were actually secretly the Aldrins, and the audience lost their minds with cheering and applause. You
3: could tell that a lot of these conversations were like, there's so much like them, it's crazy.
0: And then they managed to run into Moog, Talking to Moog, they all agreed to keep secret the fact that the Aldrins never actually died.
1: I I talked to our manager, and he was the one who told me that he fucking did it on purpose. That either we were going to be back together, or we were going to die.
3: So you want me to, to play along like all of this right now didn't happen?
0: Hmm. <laughs> yes. After all the cover bands had finished, a special guest appeared, Fabergé. He performed one of the Aldrin's more famous songs, A New Day, and then he took the mic to share his memories. The microphone was passed down the line from person to person on stage until finally, Moog, the chuffed fellow who had known the Aldrins longer than anyone, came forward to speak.
3: There's someone else here tonight. Someone that's known them for longer than anyone. Moog, please join us, darling. And he kind of motions uh, to the side stage. Moe out. The crowd goes nuts and the music continues but then starts to quiet down a little bit. And Faberge returns to the piano and then just starts keeping on playing the, the chords as uh, Moe comes out to the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, the Aldrin's! Yeah. Everybody is still holding their little Aldrin's portrait with the digital candle and all that. The the crowd is sort of swaying left and right to the melody playing and everything and, and waiting on Bated Breath to to hear what Moog has to say. And he sort of um, to to borrow <laughs> Brian's favorite Tom Phrase, he saunters up to the <laughs> to the podium. And he he looks at his stack of papers and sort of, uh, moves the, the top and bottom sheets back and forth, kind of fidgeting with them and, uh, kind of looks down the stage at, at you three and looks back at his papers and he kind of, you know, sets them in order and then places them down and leans in towards the speaker. I'm so, uh, so amazed that everyone got here tonight. Um, And, uh, and it's giving such a a great send-off. And he kind of turns and looks at you guys as he says that. To our our dear friends who have departed, um, it's still very, uh, very unreal to me, as I'm sure it is to, to all of you. And he, like, kind of lifts up his, um, sort of claw hands towards the audience in a big gesture and... And everybody kind of gives like a, a somber applause, and he waits for for that to die down. You know, after the incredible performances tonight uh, I'm kind of uh, kind of at a loss for words. Um, it almost seems like uh, like they're not really gone. <laughs> and he turns and gives you guys a glance again. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then he goes back to... Uh, he grabs his stack of papers again and, and he looks like he's about to read from it. And then he places them back down yet again and brings one of his claws up to his face as he sort of ponders what to say next. You see, um, we had very intertwined lives. Um, as I'm sure all of, all of you have too, uh, if not so much directly... As me, um, but for for as long as what seems like memory goes back. Now I mean, so much has changed since they've entered our world. Um, entire cultures were made um, basically mirroring them, as you all know. Uh, just look amongst your faces. Any. He- starts to point at random people in the audience um, uh, like and, and even those of you here and he turns around towards uh, all of the performers on the stage he's like some of you I could swear are, are just the the exact image of, of what I saw that evening that uh, that this chunky old spacecraft that so different than anything that we had in Off him of Reference.
4: I just raised my eyebrows at as he's
3: speaking. Yeah, and uh, you could tell he's just like sw- straight up uh, winging it. He's like letting every bird just sort of reverberate around the, the stadium and all that, and he's kind of trying to live off of the reactions from everybody. And um, you also get the, the feeling that he is 100% fucking with you guys right now. <laughs> but it's in these times that, that we have to cherish what we have and, um, and and look forward to the future and, and just try to be who we are. We have to look inside ourselves to, to maybe not be somebody else. And he just like looks over the audience and everybody looks super confused. <laughs> And, um, at this point, why don't, um, you three all make notice checks for me?
4: Eleven.
2: Three.
3: Seven. All right. So, uh, (laughs) Charlotte is in usual Charlotte mode. Um, totally just, uh, in her own existence. Um, you know, feeding off of the, uh, the sort of trails from the, the massive amount of drugs that she's taken and james and and allison you guys look out onto the crowd and you're just like kind of awestruck by the the looks on everybody's faces as they they're just you know so somber and they, they all look like you but in a, a version of you that you never really see of yourself um bullshit version which is weird for people that are so uh self-absorbed as you guys <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey. these, these people in the audience, they're, they have this look of so much reverence on their faces. And even, you know, despite this uh, meandering, incoherent speech that, that Moog is giving. and um, But then as you're sort of scanning everybody and, and noticing this, um, you both almost at the same time realize that like towards the back of the crowd in one of the entrances you can see like the the doors to the um to like the sort of outer ring of the auditorium slightly open and you see like the the green charred face of uh the one who was pursuing you earlier walk into the to the room and and this stadium is huge it's very far back but you you almost can like just hear the mechanism on the door open and close as you get hyper focused and, and notice this um, this happening, and uh, you see this this character sort of starting to scan the room to see if they'd be able to to single any of you out.
1: But we
4: look like everybody else in the room, pretty much. Mm. I just side glance at jeans.
0: I'll put my shades on. Alright, uh, why don't
3: you three, um, roll, uh, stealth checks for me.
4: Two! (laughs) Also two. I am on stage. Four. Alright. So, uh... We're on stage. I'm wearing pink kitty ears.
3: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you see this, uh, charred green assassin start to look over the crowd and look down the aisles and everything, and just kind of glances towards the stage and you notice that they do kind of a double take as they they look up you see him start to look out towards the the various like uh exits and stuff and starting to assess the the situation of um how they they plan to have anything should happen um how it's going to shake down
0: I smirk and give him the double deuces okay <laughs> and um
3: just as you do like the the camera that's been panning around and showing people's reactions and and all that kind of stuff that's on the giant screen that's behind (laughs) moog as he's speaking like it singles out on you as you do this like right into the camera and so like it's like super
0: flipped off the jumbotron
3: (laughs) yeah and you see the camera like immediately like the, the shot like ends abruptly and goes just uh, <laughs> showing Moog speak and um it, it, you know we, we cut back to kind of hearing him and he's like and that's what I found uh, probably most incredible about about uh being around them and just being a part of all of it you know and, like, he begins to meander again, and you can tell that people in the audience are starting to sour on this this speech here. Uh, and it's obvious that Moog is definitely not the put-in-front-of-a-microphone type of person. Then another odd thing starts happening. You see um, the hologram of Fabergé. And he appears that, he, like, he's... Becoming distracted, he's still playing the the chords fine, but you see him like, you know, kind of shaking his head and like almost giving this no signal to somebody that would be if it was on film off camera. But like because it's a hologram, it just looks like he's shaking his head no to an empty space on the stage here. As the song kind of continues and, and um, with the speech too, like he starts to do it more and more. And he starts to, like, kind of, um, it looks like, mutter things under his breath. And, um, eventually it goes to, like, a sort of lull in the speech that Moog is giving. And you hear, um, through the speakers and everything, uh, Fabergé, um, go, um, Would you stop? This is the performance of my life! I'm trying to honor my friends! Can't you see that, man? What? What do you mean? Are you fucking kidding me? And just at this moment, you um, like his piano part just stops and his like uh, hologram just um, blinks out abruptly. And um, this is causes a distraction against uh, amid like everybody like on the stage. And then there's like this audible like gasp amongst like the audience and everybody. And, and Moog, like, it takes him a second to realize that something has happened, and, and his speech comes to a halt, too. And everybody starts to look over towards that big, open, now silent, uh, grand piano. And then you see the, uh, the stage director come out, um, you know, his hand kind of covering up one of his ears, and, and you can see him, um, like, sort of in, in a mid-conversation with, with somebody else through his headset. And he like rushes out over the podium and he covers the the microphone, and you see him say something to uh to Moog there, and you see moog's reaction like um and it looks almost like a forced reaction, and almost like when you catch a kid doing something bad <laughs> but like that it doesn't necessarily convey to the to the audience or or whatever, but it definitely seems clear to you and um then the director takes his hand off of the mic and um moog sort of steps aside and the director says um excuse me everybody uh oh boy uh there is some 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 breaking news that we're gonna it's best if we just put it up on the on the screen uh Thank you all. And uh, the, the big screen goes on to the sort of um, one of the main Chepton news programs. It starts to say. In a tragic story that has evolved much in the last few cycles, it seems to have gotten much weirder yet again. In news sure to be a, a relief to many, it has come to light that the galaxy-wide recognized musical act, the Aldrins are alive and well. According to a press release by the band's manager, Brantley Swindon, the trio weren't involved in the FTTCL 1980 disaster, and instead have been working directly with him on a project that, until this point, had been kept secret, um, even to those close to the band. The actual perpetrators of the Habitat explosion and the string of violent crimes on the Chuff system are believed to be a band of deranged lookalikes turned imposters. These individuals are still on the loose and are considered very dangerous. If anyone has any information... Excuse me, some more breaking news uh, is coming in. Um, A feed right now is coming in directly from the Aldrin's. And uh, the the feed sort of does like a split screen and you um, see a feed of Brantley Swindon who is uh, taking a microphone from a sort of local reporter there. Hello everyone. These are odd times in- indeed and-, and I hate that everything worked out this way, but I- I'm both kind of uh, happy and-, and sad, I guess to announce um, you know that uh, you were misled. Um, but the the band is alive and well. They're right here. And he kind of motions his arms that over. son of a bitch! <laughs> and, um, you see... What the fuck does he think he's doing? You hear another loud sort of, um, gasp from the audience, and including most of the other performers on stage with you, as you have that reaction. And the camera pans over, and it's, like, some more, you know, people that look just like you. Only these, these are, like, kind of a little bit more convincing. The, the wardrobe is pretty spot on for what you guys have been kind of uh wearing lately one weird thing though they all look pretty happy
1: we need to get some dna tests on those sons of bitches
3: <laughs> roll a uh, a common knowledge check for me allison
4: <laughs>
0: boy I, I love story time with chris it's my favorite kind of a tuesday <laughs>
4: <laughs> The four
3: so you would know that um when when people like sort of reorient themselves to look like you, they're like changing themselves at a, a molecular level. So like all of these people would have the same like human like DNA that yeah, you guys have. Unless up. they <laughs> unless they like uh purposefully, you know, added in like other codes that um has also become kind of a a, a thing in itself, almost like tattoos. Um, that it would just be, like, you know, genetic markers and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, Brantley goes on to say, um, But I guess now's as good a time as any to to point out that we've been working on a new album that should be releasing soon and that it was all going to kick off a new galactic tour. And um, when he says that, you start to hear um, some cheers in the audience in front of you. And then... You, you also hear out somebody say like, um, this was all just a joke. The fucking scam artists. And the, the cheers from the one side of the audience all of a sudden fade to, to booze from uh, that start kind of spreading throughout the audience too.
2: Charlie is going to start like pumping up the crowd. Like she's gonna try and get these booze to a fucking raucous din and like uh, start yelling things like uh, fuck the audience. Oh! Trends, FUCK THE ALDRINS! And just trying to get the entire crowd into a fucking riot. You do that, you run up to the
3: to the podium um, and, and grab the, the microphone that uh, the director was just talking into and you start yelling this and uh, you hear like a bunch of the people in the audience start to, to shout FUCK THE ALDRINS! FUCK THE ALDRINS! And then, um, you hear still, like, some of the people that were happy about the news start going, um... The, the Aldrins are great! The Aldrins are great! And then the, some of the people kind of in between, you start to hear... <laughs> growlers!
2: Growlers! <laughs> growlers.
3: <laughs> because, as you might guess, like, you're still seen as the growlers at this point. And, um... And so, like, yeah, there's just a cacophony of, uh, sort of confused noise at this point. Uh, what do you do? You
0: are green face pursuers over there by the door.
1: I know, I saw him. Yeah, like, maybe
0: we should make our exit.
1: Right. Um, good luck with Charlie. I'm going, then. I will walk off stage.
0: I'll follow her.
3: All right. And, um, as you guys continue, um, or to, to start to leave the stage, the, uh, the feed up top continues, and, um, the, the reporter has gone to start interviewing the actual, like, you know, Charlie and, and Allison and, and James, uh, talking about the possibilities of of this new album, and, and, like, this interview is just continuing on, but it's really hard to understand anything that's actually being said amongst, like, the different sort of uh shouts of the the crowd and everything and and this split of opinion has also made its way onto um the stage with the different performers who are starting to argue amongst themselves and like you know kind of grab each other's clothing really hard and it looks like um everything's going to uh go to to fisticuffs um pretty soon here does anybody grab charlie which one there's like several of them on the stage. <laughs>
2: me specifically. Does anybody <laughs> yeah. grab me, my character? Um,
3: I'll say that uh, that no, but you do, since you're right there at the podium, you do notice that the director and uh, Mo sort of um, get rushed off the stage with some of the other stagehands, like grabbing onto them. And uh, you also, um, roll me a notice check real quick.
2: Um, that is an eight.
3: Alright, so, um, you look down towards, um, where James had, you know, climbed up from the audience level up onto the stage, and you see the security guard that you gave the, uh, the drugs to earlier. He's, like, he's reached peak right now, and you can tell it's not going well for him. Like, everybody just, like, shouting and getting angry and, and all this kind of stuff, and basically a riot starting to form. He's now like just grabbed both sides of his head home alone style and he's just like ah, and he's starting to just like <laughs> buckle and, and sort of like crumble to the ground in the fetal position
2: I think she's just going to uh, keep leading chants and uh, trying to trying to encourage um, as much uh, fervor and uh, zealotry as she can possibly muster
3: Alright, the, the chants all continue in their different ways, um, and it, it's like basically just all fused together in just a loud sort of battle roar between everybody, and a full-scale riot is now going on. Uh, chairs are being thrown, other objects are being thrown at the stage, uh, different people on the stage are um, starting to, to fight
2: each other. Charlie will drop the mic, look at the director, and go, "Oh wait, he already got ushered off. Never mind." She'll just drop the mic and then casually walk <laughs> off stage. Yeah, you,
3: you go, uh, you turn like you're about to uh, like say something to the director or
2: Moog, and then you realize that nobody is standing there. She'll just like uh, do that uh, thing, you know, where you kind of like brush your hands off and uh, <laughs> casually walk <laughs> off stage. My work here is done. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So um you you make your way to the to the side stage and then pull a notice check for me, everybody.
0: Does that mean that Charlie is with us? Or you mean just us specifically?
3: Yeah, yeah, she catches up
2: to you too. Eight Holy shit. Twenty one. Thirteen.
1: Alright.
3: So um did you really get a twenty one? <laughs> I have a D ten in perception. first. Per- notice. Good lord. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like, even the backstage area, there, there are some people that are trying to um, sort of get a grip on things, but the, the chaos has erupted back here as well, and it's it's achieved basically like renaissance painting levels of uh, disorder, and um, and... and <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, what was, that was that? a hell
4: of an example renaissance painting levels of disorder <laughs> look at a bunch
3: of re- renaissance paintings there's all sorts of like crazy people grabbing up on each other and like um like fucking also just look at a renaissance painting at some point there,
0: there's a lot going on <laughs> and none of it seems like a casual friday night <laughs> you can't even have a peaceful last supper without groping people and laying in each yeah, other's exactly. laps exactly and- so,
3: so, yeah, you, you look around and um, you notice that there's tons of disarray. Um, you you do see um, Moog um, kind of off to the side and the, the director is trying to, like, sort of get him caught up on on everything going on as, as much as possible and let him know about sort of security plans, all that kind of stuff. Um, you do not, however, see um, Thorn, Starlet, or... Mo five anywhere in this area right now. Where did we last see him? On the
0: side of the stage when you guys um, went out to play. Hmm. I'm going to turn to my crew and say, so Swinton got tired of not making money off of our brand and decided to off us and replace us with some fucking imitations?
1: Sure would seem that way. I mean, hear me out here.
2: This does give us an opportunity to start a new career as terrorists.
1: We can just be the growlers.
0: <laughs> Yo, yeah, let's just... Fuck them. Let's just off the growlers. <laughs> Send them to a habitat and just kill them. Whoa, that's a little extreme. I was thinking more like,
2: like eco-terrorism or something fun like that. You know what I mean? Go to places Yeah,
0: well, mine they're... was a joke. Yours wasn't. That's what mostly disturbs me about you. What do you mean? What are we going to do? I think that we should go after Swinton, obviously.
1: How? We don't exist.
0: What do you mean?
2: We're the Growlers. Maybe we can open in this new tour.
1: (gasps) There we go.
2: Well, I just have to go and uh, talk to whatever fucking Charlie thinks that having a polite conversation with James without calling him a fuckhead once is acceptable. That shit is unrealistic, and the fact that anybody bought that shit is just beyond me. Sorry, James, but you're a fuckhead.
0: I mean, I hate to say it, but you got a good point. These people call our fans, they can't even name 10 of us bats. <laughs> Maybe my manager Mojik knows the location of Swinton right now, where he's been operating.
1: Are you even trying to call him since all this? His happened? name is
0: Mojik. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, Rhyme Crimes has kind of been on hiatus, and uh, I just haven't had a lot of time to ring him up. You know. Mojik. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was
2: trying so hard to hold it together. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. That just sounds so much like mo Cheeks to me.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: fuck, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't think we'll have a problem finding him. The better question is, what do we do with him once we get to him?
1: I have some really neat venom. Fuck. That would do some fun things to him. Son of a bitch stealing our faces and What if out.
2: instead of doing, you know, just kidnapping him, what about if we uh, create our own imposter of him and, you know, go from there? Where? Where? Go where? <laughs> like, we create our own imposter of. God damn it, what the fuck is his name again? Brent I can window. only keep thinking of Moji. <laughs>
3: that would be an interesting uh plan though to make a copy of
2: mojique to get back at brantley swindon no um we would make we would make a copy of brantley swindon then we kidnap him and throw him in a cellar somewhere or we just dig a really deep hole and bury him there either way and then new brantley swindon um you know is on our side and then those other people become the growlers or whatever and I mean you know I haven't really completely thought it through
0: quick thing that just struck me how do we know he assured our deaths we just learned that fucking thorn had mobster parents who was like doing shit with the mob you don't think swinton's involved with them do you I mean it's not out of the question and also who the fuck torched my limousine and killed all those people back at the wrecking yard Probably that assassin.
1: That would be my guess.
0: Yeah, the one that's been chasing us? Oh, fuck the assassin. Yo, maybe we should talk about this somewhere else, because we definitely spotted him at the door. Oh, fuck him. There's a riot going on. It'll be fine. He saw us on stage. I think this is the first place he'd look.
1: Maybe Mm -hmm. we should go join the riot.
2: I've been looking for an opportunity to fight him, so maybe we should just go and end it while we can... Brian, what's oh. your parry? Two.
3: <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, that, that definitely, um, hits, and uh, yeah. does, a four beat your toughness?
0: Six, parenthesis, one.
3: okay, no, it doesn't. So, um, yeah, like, uh, you like, just get narrowly missed by a laser round. Um, or, or laser blaster bolt, or whatever. Where'd it come from? It came from, um, kind of, off to the sides, like, down the hallway of the, um, the sort of
0: side stage. I'm going to immediately drop to the floor and do, like, a (laughs) tuck-and-roll. Like, action hero tuck-and-roll. And And then make my way for the, any opposite door. If I can get out on stage, actually, if that's a good opposite, then I would prefer stage. Yeah, the stage, the
3: stage, the, the stage is, uh, yeah, you have a door on basically the, um, east side... Um, the stage on the west side um, further hallway and doors to the north and the shot came from the south.
0: I'm going to be making my way for the stage with the intention of stage diving into the riot. Oh,
2: okay. I want to wait around the corner with my back to it, with my knife drawn, waiting for um, this uh, this assailant to like keep coming at us down the hallway.
3: Alright, and Allison?
4: <sighs> I guess I'll just Dive off to the side, to
3: The stage side? Yeah. Oh, okay. Charlotte, you kind of go the easterly direction, where you're kind of, like, just by the, the offset of the doors, and the other two dive towards the stage, and um, this, this green kind of charred figure starts to um, walk down the... The, the aisle way here and he's like sort of taking a step with one leg and then dragging the other and um, a lot of his clothes are all kind of uh, fucked up from um, you guys getting away from him twice and, and all the the shit he's been through perfect and um, yeah uh, once he gets to within uh, where the where you'd be able to possibly make a go at him uh, go ahead and roll your attack um,
4: your can I pick up one of the, like the cables that's around me
3: yeah, uh, roll me a strength roll because they are uh sort of duct taped to the um to the floor, to the stage. Nine. Okay. Yeah, that is definitely gonna hit them.
2: Uh, and then. All right. That it'll be my strength plus a d4. so... That's a double one.
4: <laughs>
3: okay, so you go to try to pull up the the cable, and um, it only like <laughs> comes up like an inch or so. And then it's just, like, fighting you and fighting you. Eight, Chris. Eight? He is, uh... shaken. Alright, and so he is going to do a spirit roll. And he is not gonna make it. So, yeah, he is, uh, pretty much stunned for for this round. Are you gonna flee, or are you gonna continue to attack him?
2: Oh, I'm gonna continue to attack his ass. Alright,
3: and then, uh, what are you doing, James? crowd surfing <laughs> so I will say roll a um, persuasion check to see if people accept the uh, the crowd surf.
0: well that's a four
3: okay yeah um, they, they accept you so uh, you, you jump out over the crowd and then um, they start like you know passing you back and forth And um, it's kind of crazy because a lot of people are like sort of throwing stuff and fighting each other and everything (laughs) But it seems that whenever this like, you know, body that's crowd surfing gets near them They stop all of that and just (laughs) like go to kind of move you along And then as soon as like you're out of their area, then they go back to fighting each other again It sounds silly,
0: but it's 100% plausible if you've been to a concert
3: (laughs) Oh, absolutely (laughs) It's like everybody's like, oh, hold on a second, Just, <laughs> Yep, okay. Alright, now back to it.
1: Uh.
3: <laughs> Alright, and then, um... Allison, is there anything you want to do um, other than try to rip a cord off the ground?
4: <laughs> is there anything loose about... Because I don't have any kind of weaponry on me whatsoever.
3: There's tons of uh, musical instruments on the stage. And then also, um, there's tons of those, uh, little portrait things with the digital candle on them, like, strewn across the ground. And they all have, like, a sort of metal frame to them.
4: Yeah, can I, like, uh, frisbee one of those at the dude?
3: Oh, sure. And, uh, you'll get a, a plus two, because, um, he is currently shaken, so I would say that he's easier to hit.
4: Okay. Okay. Five then.
3: Yep, that one's not going to hit. Okay. But it doesn't hit, uh, hit Charlie
2: either. All right, and back to Charlie. <laughs> All right, um, I want to uh, try and disarm, and uh, so I get that plus two then, correct? Yep. All right, go. Um, oh, whoops! I need to roll a D six, not a D four. Um, so that's going to be uh, seven.
3: All right, that just barely does it. Yeah. He's got a six-parry, so you uh, like just grab this uh, this uh, blaster
2: rifle out of his hand. I'm gonna point it at him and like an, and be like, "All right, motherfucker, get down on your knees and put your hand behind your head." And
3: you see like his face instantly like get this surprised look after you've just like stabbed him and then like uh, to uh, disarmed him, and he has this like almost flinch to him like he's about to try something and then you see his face just like grimace and then he puts his
2: hands behind his
3: head and he kneels down.
2: Swindon didn't tell you I was in the military, did he?
3: No. He did not. Why does he
2: want us replaced?
3: He does not tell me these things. He's just pays for you to die. And you've been a lot of trouble. I walk over.
1: So you took down that whole habitat, didn't you?
3: And he looks over towards you, um, and he's like, No. I've been paid to kill you here.
1: Hmm. Likely.
3: Where were you supposed to meet him when the job was done? (laughs) Meet him? I would have just got paid and went along with my business. How do you think this stuff works?
2: Fair. Fair point. Do you have a way to contact
3: him? Contact is one way. I just get the messages from him and
2: try to do what he needed me to do. If I don't kill you, are you going to come back after us?
3: I don't see where it'd be a great idea. However, I don't know how much people are willing to pay. No?
2: <laughs> I will I... fucking put a crater in your face. Do you understand me?
3: He does that thing where after you say that, he like
2: spits on your feet. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot him. Okay. Yeah, hi. Where at? Um, in the, in the leg. Oh, okay. The other one, the one that he was not lim- limping on.
3: Oh, okay. Roll plus four, since he's pretty much... Sub- okay, okay.
2: um... That's a nine.
3: Yeah, it definitely
2: gets him. Oh! My good leg! <laughs>
3: You drive a hard bargain. Get the fuck out of here! I can't. You just shot me in my good leg. <laughs> you can crawl, motherfucker. Fair point. And uh, he, like, sort of lowers himself to the to the ground and just starts to like, um, prone crawl like out towards the the stage.
2: She'll spit at him uh, like he did at her,
3: and um. There's, like, a, a trail on the ground, like, following the, the leg that you just shot, and it looks like aloe. Ugh.
1: Well, don't know that I trust it.
2: Well, he slowed down for at least a little while.
1: That's true. Takes a little bit to get that healed up. Where did James go?
0: The fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> if I could see that nobody's gonna continue to shoot at me, I would have ended up trying to swim back to stage.
3: Okay, um, have you ever crowd surfed before?
0: Oh, I know. I am said try, I didn't say succeed. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, um, so, uh, you end up, um, like, being, uh, kind of, like, pushed off onto the ground around where the, um, central sort of soundboard is, and so you're kind of, like, right in the middle of the, um, standing room only kind of audience area there, just around the, the soundboard, which has been abandoned by the, uh, by the sound crew.
0: In my days of doing more production work with Rhyme Crimes, I'm gonna go see if I can figure out his setup. Oh my god.
3: Alright. I would say roll science. Or no, electronics.
0: Alright. I am not going to figure out his setup. <laughs> okay. So what did you roll? A two and a one. Minus two. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, uh,
3: yeah, you start sort of like um, messing with this thing and, and pulling out uh, cables and re putting them into other inputs and kind of spinning dials. And like all of the sound system is now like feedbacking like crazy. <laughs> and it's like this really high pitched noise. And like everybody kind of stops fighting for a second and is like grabbing their ears, like, what the fuck?
0: All panic and start trying to power things down.
3: Okay, like, yeah, eventually, um, you're able to, uh, you know, get the, the feedback to stop.
0: Can I try and turn on one single microphone? Can I just see, like, number one on the mixer, and I plug it into the back of the mixer and say, this is number one? Uh, roll electronics check oh, for man. me. All right. <laughs> nope, I can't. That's a two and a two minus two. Okay. <laughs> So uh, you try
3: that and again, like the loud <laughs> feedback happens.
0: <laughs> Fuck this! I quit. I'm running to the exit. Oh, maybe maybe I'll be lucky enough to meet him in the parking lot or something.
3: Yeah, the feedback just uh, keeps on like building on itself, and then um, within a, a, about like ten seconds or so, the the speakers start like um, blowing out, and so you see like sparks like shoot out <laughs> over the crowd and everything.
0: In true 80s movie fashion
3: Yep And so are you running back towards the stage Or towards back like the, uh, Back towards the entrances The entrance
0: or? where I originally came in When I was doing ticket ticket stuff
3: Okay Allison and, and uh, Charlie
1: I don't know where that motherfucker went
0: Should we go back to the car?
1: I guess I don't know what the uh, fuck else to do
0: We came here on a train didn't we?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, we did come here. (laughs) Your car is on the other side of the planet. (laughs) Oops. And it was a stolen car. (laughs) So you have no idea.
2: Should we go find a car?
1: We were backstage, and there was a shuttle. I don't know. Could we take that?
2: Yeah, we should probably take that.
1: Okay. Maybe if we pull that out, dames will find us.
2: Fair enough. And I think we'll start heading in that direction. All right. Your phone starts to ring, Charlie. Uh, she'll answer it. Hello? What the fuck,
3: Charlie? Darth Maul Goodman, what Mm. the fuck is going on?
2: Um, oh, uh, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, there's a few mild terrorist charges, just some small ones, not a big deal, uh, we're going to get past this, Darth Maul. You got me, right?
3: Uh, you, I tell you one thing. You're getting, you're getting charged out the ass for this one. I've covered up some shit before, but yeah.
2: I mean, uh, look, Darth I don't want to say- Maul, Darth Maul, Darth Maul, Darth Maul. I promise you, when this is all done, the real Aldrins will release at, at least one new track, okay? One. Promise. Okay? And 10%. All yours. 10%! About that.
3: How? Let me get this straight. You're the one on chuffed, right? That's not you, in the uh, on the on the Alpine ring.
2: I am Sam Storm, is I, am I not?
3: That's what I thought. Oh my! I don't know how we're gonna entangle this.
2: She she was getting along with James Lamb. Who believes that? No one believes. <laughs>
3: that's what I was saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you recommend we do? Uh,
3: for one, maybe just maybe get off the planet where you're wanted for a bunch of crimes that's probably number one
2: fair okay
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, tell you what I got I got a timeshare it's pretty close to there Uh, um, Elia it's it's only like two systems over Um, just just get a ride I'll I'll even I'll put some money into into the uh, Samantha Storm account Um, but, uh, and you better be paying me back on that with interest.
2: Attorney Goodman, cross my heart and hope to die.
3: I hope you don't die, because if you do, I don't get paid.
2: So, (laughs) yeah,
3: (laughs) mark that off of your to-do list
2: right now, please. I need you to find a manager for a band called The Growlers and book us for the Aldrin's tour, please. Thank you. Working on it. Toodaloo. So long, and she'll hang up.
1: Who the fuck was that, Charlie?
2: That was Darth Maul Goodman.
1: He finally called you back? Yeah,
2: and I told his receptionist that I was Samantha Storm, and that's how he knew that it was me and not some imposter.
1: You know what? I don't always like your methods, but you are a fucking useful individual sometimes.
0: Thanks, Great Britain. You're amazing. Yeah, don't go overboard, jeez. <laughs>
1: You're not here, James. Shut the fuck <laughs> that
0: up. That was Brian talking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we're uh, we're going to go and try and find the shuttle. Now,
0: when she said shuttle, mm. was she referring to the train or some sort of like city tram?
4: No, the Brian, space no, shuttle No, we're talking about like an actual space
0: shuttle. Oh, yeah. our...
4: In... Our old tour bus. I forgot that that was here. Wait, did you really
3: not get that? I thought you were just fucking with me
0: just now. They call them shuttles, I think. Good lord. I mean,
2: yeah, but we toured in the Space Shuttle Challenger, and it's here. So we're going to go steal it. I forgot that it was at the venue. Brian, I need to go grab another beer. I'll be right
0: back.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Take a shot of something for me. Good lord.
0: Where is it in relation to the tickets and trains? Basically,
3: on the like other side of the big round building. Oh, opposite. Because like, um, yeah, not completely opposite, but as opposite as it makes enough sense for moving the plot along or whatever. Like, it's in a different area, and it's like in like a museum that's kind of connected to the coliseum thing.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> well, then I'm gonna be waiting for him at the ticket booth. All right. I also want to make it a point that I'm also keeping an eye out for Thorn and Starlet and MO5.
3: Well, it's funny you should mention that, because uh, why don't you roll a notice check when you get out um, into the sort of uh, lobby and concession area? Seven. All right. Um, that's that's perfect. Um, yeah, you see um, like a, a sort of gang of... Um, in people um, with with mullets and um, brightly colored Mountain Dew shirts, um, <laughs> uh, escorting Thorn and uh, and Starlet and Mo Five um, at at gunpoint, like out towards the the front building. Gunpoint!
0: What the fuck? Do they look like security guards or do they look like thugs?
3: Roll a common knowledge check for me.
0: Who wears magic? I have the worst common knowledge. (laughs) I know. That's a regular four.
3: Okay. So you would remember that those are the people that you stole this, um, this, you know, the wagon from. The second rover, I guess, that you stole.
0: (laughs) How many of them are there? There is four of them. I think I'm going to try and start another riot in the parking lot area, or ticket area.
3: Okay, Uh, the the riot has already kind of spilled into this area as well. And so, um, yeah, there's, like, security cards that are kind of in chaos mode, like, just trying to quell any fights that are directly in front of them. But, yeah, there's already a lot of um,
0: chaos here. Um, Okay, I'm just going to shout at the top of my lungs. (laughs) I guess it doesn't matter if it's 50-50, so I'll say, THOSE FUCKERS IN THE GREEN SHIRTS THINK THAT THE Aldrins OUGHT TO KEEP TOURING! Um, okay. <laughs> Roll a, uh, persuasion check for me.
3: <laughs> well, that's a three. Alright. So, um, there's like, a, a couple of, uh, people nearby that kind of look up towards you at that, uh, situation and look over at the the people wearing green that are pointing guns at some other people and then they just go back to fighting the
0: people they (laughs) are i would have i would have bennied my three but i thought it was a stupid ass plan so i'm just (laughs) gonna can i tell where they're taking them um it
3: looks like uh, they're just walking them out towards the parking lot like they're still inside the building i'll just follow them for now all right and then uh brad and allison you guys are, are you Charlie. Way? Sorry, what I should fuck change fuck my Brad?
2: name. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: for the folks at home uh, in Discord, um, Tim has the name Brad. <laughs> Bradley Chauncey Chuffed, it. the the patron saint of uh, <laughs> the planet of Chuffed.
4: <laughs> Allison suddenly is a new compatriot. So we're trying to make our way to the shuttle. You need to stroll something to see if we remember how to get there or
3: Oh you absolutely remember how to get there. Um, yeah, okay. it doesn't take you too long to get back to the um that connects the um Coliseum to the uh museum.
1: Okay. I do that.
3: There's almost nobody in this area. It's it's completely quiet. The riot is like still kind of contained into the main part of the auditorium and like out into the um the parking lots and stuff. And, uh, yeah, you enter in and you, again, see the, uh, the, the big giant shuttle in the middle thing. Yeah, alright.
1: Charlie, do you know how to, I don't know, run this thing?
2: Of course. We need to find ml Five.
1: Well, he's not here right now. I bet if we get this out of here, we can go find him.
2: If I start to detoxify, flying this thing is not going to go super well.
1: You had a lot, like, less than an hour ago. I think you'll be okay for a little bit. So let's try to do this quickly, and then we'll go find MO5 as soon as we're done, okay?
2: Okay. Charlie will still seem, like, rather nervous about it, like... (laughs) (laughs) Alright. But she'll follow Allison.
3: Okay, so, um... Yeah, I would say, uh, at first, uh, both of you roll a common knowledge for me.
4: Seven. Four enough.
3: So, like the, the first thing you would think to do is uh check the doors to see if you can get inside.
4: Very good. Can we?
3: Yeah, you absolutely do. You jump over the little barriers and stuff. it, it basically the velvet rope that encircles this thing. And you check the door, and sure enough, it's it's unlocked. You can go inside the um the sort of main cargo bay of the shuttle. And um Roll a notice check for me,
2: both of you. I really hate that you make me pick up D fours this often. <laughs> Five.
4: Twenty-one.
3: Holy shit! Okay, so um, yeah, it, um, Charlie, you you notice that this thing looks basically like it did the last time you guys were in it, and it's very like sort of um, like '70s shag sort of you know, kind of motif on the inside of this thing. Um, there's still some, um, you know, kind of uh, beer cans on the, on the floor and, and things like that. Some old um, dusty amps and, and uh, music equipment and stuff in here. And then you see like the sort of um, string of beads that hangs down towards the front that separates the sort of, um, you know, kind of main quarters from the cockpit. And then, um, Allison, you see all this stuff too, but, um, you notice just the overwhelming funk of, like, the interior of this thing that is, like, sat idle inside. They
4: just didn't bother to clean it at all. Yeah. It's nasty. Yeah,
3: yeah, and, and, yeah, it just, it literally smells like the inside of that beer can that's laying on the floor.
1: They, they didn't even bother to pick up the beer cans. What the fuck?
2: Oh, I know, that's perfect. And Charlie's going to go rush back to uh, her bunk and she's going to go knock for the hollow area and uh, fucking pop out and find the
0: little stash.
3: So uh, what you find in there is like um, a-, a bag of weed that has been like, you know, just dried over what would in real time be like a centuries or so worth of time. <laughs> <laughs> or more. So I mean this thing is like just ancient. And then um also like uh behind you and also adding to the sort of um funk of the um of the inside that the Allison smells um on the the bunk across from you is um James's shitty pants.
0: <laughs> what the Oh my god. What the fuck? I never <laughs> washed them? What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
4: What the fuck? I'd like to think that you like tried to wash them out.
0: <laughs> We're going to kill Tim. This is some bullshit is ass cannon that you guys have created for me.
2: I'm laughing so hard because Brian is so bad.
3: <laughs> Let alone, in fact, uh, bullshit ass cannon was uh, James's nickname. <laughs>
0: hard to stay mad when everything is culminated to that one joke <laughs> yeah, but, uh, thank you for listening
3: everybody this has been the odyssey
2: I am absolutely going to uh, go up front roll up a dust joint and fucking <laughs> um, and fucking uh, start uh, powering up the vehicle all right. I'm going so, to start uh, by
4: throwing out the um, like, uh, can- the beer cans and the shitty pants and the nastiness okay. that I can find that I can get out of here. I'm going to. Okay, cool. Well, Charlie's going through whatever Charlie's going through.
3: All right, Charlie. Uh, it's been a while. Roll me a driving. Oh wait, no. Piloting.
4: I
2: I uh, don't know if you knew this, but I'm actually even better at that. Sweet. Um Seven.
3: All right, so uh, yeah, you instinctively go right back to to Charlie Pilot mode and you start like you know flipping dials and and uh, twisting buttons and all that kind of shit that you'd need to do to get the engines going.
2: I imagine this joint is like flaming up re- like regularly as I'm like cheating on this thing because it's literally just dust like.
3: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And then, like, occasionally a seed pops and sends sparks out <laughs> everywhere. And, um, yeah, and, uh, like, ironically, or not ironically, just just coolly, uh, the seed pop coincides with a pop that comes out of the engines that does the exact same thing but on the outside, so if this was done like a comic book, you'd see, like, both of those panels, like, side by side. And uh yeah, this thing like kind of jolts and then starts to lift up off of the uh, the ground here.
2: I just realized that uh we didn't exactly plan an exit. <laughs> nope. nope. Is there a big ass window?
3: uh there's not a big ass window but there's like kind of a a domed roof overhead that has some windows in it
2: let's go for it
3: all right now are you gonna crash through it are you gonna blow it up or what's your plan here
2: do are there guns on this thing oh you better believe there are guns well then yeah i'm gonna blow the fucking thing up and then fly (laughs) through it (laughs) okay We're already terrorists, what does it matter? (laughs) Yep.
3: So I'm not gonna make you um, roll to shoot or anything like that, um, but I will uh, get you to do another piloting skill just to um, see how well you're able to do this and and maneuver out without uh, you know, hitting anything. Five. Okay, yeah, so like you uh, sort of tilt the nose up and uh, there are two guns that you can like literally see the the, uh, muzzles of the cannons like, out the the front sort of windscreen and, uh, you hit the red button on the joystick there, and and this thing just, like, blows two huge spaceship-sized holes in the, uh, in the dome up top, and you just, like, have all this, like, rubble raining down like, smacking on the exterior of the ship, and
2: and coming to rest on the ground, still smoking. Charlie's gonna look back at Allison and then go, "Those inept motherfuckers left this thing loaded." <laughs>
3: <laughs> you point that nose out of the top of the hole you created, Charlie, and, um, and let it rip. And, uh, the the Challenger takes flight uh, once again. And um, James, you're still sort of uh, following the captors of Thorn and. Starlet and mo 5 um, why don't you roll me a notice check?
0: Nah, that one I am going to Benny. Oh. Tens
3: into 12. Alright, so, uh, you notice that there is a huge explosion sound, uh, coming from behind you, and, uh, just as you guys kind of get outside into the parking lot, and you've been following them for a bit... And, uh, you hear that explosion, you turn around to look behind you and you see the Space Shuttle Challenger, your old, um, tour bus, fly up into the air from the, from the top of the museum.
0: Holy shit. I'm not necessarily going to assume that my band members are on it, so I'm kind of just gonna keep following these guys. But I'm... nostalgic? (laughs) (laughs) After you see
3: that and you turn back around towards, uh, the people you're following, um they all had like stopped to look at whatever exploded too and um when they do uh, you hear um uh you hear mo5 james laugh <laughs> oh no good to see you, <laughs> you know. and then like uh thorn and starlet and then also all four of the chufftons like immediately look right at you where are we You guys have, like, kind of just gotten out into the parking lot, and they're probably about, like, 50 feet ahead of you.
0: So, spacious, not crowded?
3: It's pretty crowded. There's people all over the place, but there's, like, almost, like, a direct, like, line between you and them that's, like, devoid of people. It's basically like when um, Charlie and Mac see each
0: other from across the restaurant. It doesn't make any sense, but I drop again, just like the gunshot. Like, I go down to my knees, Okay. and then I'm going to look around and dash towards the
3: crowd. Like, ju- so you drop down and you dash? Yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> like,
0: are you duck-walking? No, like, no. what is going no, on like here? I. Like I, it, I <laughs> it's stupid, but I duck. Like, I drop, like, try to be out of sight, and then I look around, and when I see where the nearest crowd is, I'm gonna just, just full sprint, regular-ass sprint. just follow. Oh.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'll say, um, do that, and, uh you'll kind of hear one of the chaptains say to the other "To um, like, um, that's one of them, go get them. And uh, one of them kind of breaks off from the other three and starts to head towards your position. I'm so bad at fighting. And so, uh, yeah, roll a stealth for me. Um, five. That doesn't help you one bit. They rolled an eight. <laughs> And so, yeah, they're making a beeline right towards you and they've got, like, a, a sort of laser pistol in their hand and, like, they're just, like, people are kind of getting in front of them from, like, the riot going on and they're just, like, literally just pushing them out of the way and the people are just tumbling to the ground as they head towards you. And, uh, then it catches up to you and, um, yeah, uh, what are you gonna do?
0: What can I do? I mean, I'll take a, s- a swing at it. You said it had a gun?
3: Yep, a uh, laser pistol in the tank. <clears throat> it's cloth
0: My first inclination would be to try and stun gun it, I guess.
3: Okay. Yeah, make a fighting roll.
0: I'm gonna try and gun it. Oh, exact same. Alright, it's gonna be a 5-2.
3: Alright. Uh, luckily enough, you stun this one. And um, you, you hear like the the popping and zapping of this uh, stun gun as you like stick it like right in the chest. And uh, you hear this uh and go, Whoa! ah
0: <laughs> So he's gotta make a vigor roll or fall prone and incapacitated.
3: Alright. Yeah, they got a five, so that's gonna pass the, the vigor. <laughs> but um <laughs> so but it does like drop down to its knees and he's like ah my angina <laughs> ah. <laughs> he's like grabbing at his chest and like he's got the gun in one hand and like the other hand just like grabbing his chest and um like you uh you notice also that like um this one the the green mountain Dew shirt is actually like almost like a tank top sort of thing and then on one of its arms it's got a um tattoo of florida on it that matches the one that was on the gatling gun that you uh fired in the
0: rover if he went down to his knees, can I make an attempt to grapple the gun away from him? You sure can. What do you want? Fighting? Fighting. Yep. So bad. Ah, popcorn, baby. Seven, eight. No, eight minus two.
3: All right. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, you uh, wrestle the the gun from his hand, his hand as he's like grabbing his heart. He's like, ah, you, you, you bastard. Ah. Uh, d- what kind of kind of guy does that?
0: <laughs> Do I know if these are going to be loud guns or quiet guns?
3: Um, you would know that this being a laser um, pistol, yeah, it's it's relatively quiet. There's like a sort of high pitch sort of whir to it, but um, yeah, it's it's not like a like a you know gun kind of sound or anything.
0: Since I know the gun's going to be quiet, I shoot this guy. All right,
2: James Lamb's first kill. <laughs>
0: Ten,
3: That's more than enough to do it. Yeah, like, the, this would just... He, like, just drops dead right in front of you. And you, um, hear, like, the the other three just, like, uh, yell out. And one of them's like, Go get him! The the other two that, um, kind of heard this command start to take off towards you. You see that now, uh, Thorn and, and Starlet and M.O. five are left like, sort of on, uh kept
0: they ran towards me
3: or away no they uh, are are the cheptans are running towards you to <clears throat> get french with the friends they're also <laughs> pointing the guns at you you'd assume that they're probably
0: going to start shooting at you soon i'm going to feel the disturbing rush of adrenaline that came from the gatling gun back when we were on the chase since so i'm gonna say <laughs> you mess with the best you die like the rest and then notice the guy's running at me and i'm gonna try and aim and take shot all right
4: uh, five.
3: All right. And on these two, uh, yeah, both of them. That's a miss. And uh, but as you do, um, and as you said that out loud, um, and, and these chupkins are, are running towards you, you notice that like another uh, James Lamb, like in the area, sort of notices what's going on, and he's like, "Hey, yo, you can't be doing that to him." Nah, <laughs> nah. And, uh, he, like, runs up right next to you and sort of, uh, you know, takes his jacket off and throws it on the ground and then does the thing where he, like, kind of kisses his bicep (laughs) and he's, like, ready to fight. And then, um, from your other side you hear, um, oh, not on my homeboy, no! And, uh, another James (laughs) Lamb runs up right beside you on the other side. Uh, I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um... At this point, the the two chieftains are going to make shots at you three. Um, does a two hit your parry? It is my parry. Okay. Uh, seven. Like, what's your um, toughness? Six parentheses, one. Okay, so you're um, shaken. So you can roll a, a, a spirit roll to see if you uh, are able to immediately get rid of that shaken. Yep, that'll do it. Alright, so you, you clear yourself from that. Like, uh, you, you basically just got grazed by uh, a laser shot there, and then the other one's gonna take another shot, and it will hit one of your uh, compatriots. It's gonna take him out. <laughs> like Mars attacks, he just sort of grazed. The other one's like, oh, no, dog, no, you didn't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then, um, yeah, it's your your turn here. I hate knowing what Tim feels like when he listens
2: to me. Yeah. It's
0: it's so painful. So they're like 20 feet in
3: front of you now. Okay, can I take another shot? Yeah. 15. Uh, Hell yeah, that hits. (laughs) Uh, I'll say on your, uh, I would say, uh, get plus two on your, um, damage. And then s- eight. All right. Yep, uh, that takes out one of them. And the other one's still, uh, barreling towards you. And when he gets up there, the other James Lamb is gonna smack him right in the, in the weird insect mandible. Taken. James Lambs rise up <laughs> and uh, you see him after he smacks that uh, Chuftain like he immediately like grabs his hand and he's like "Ah, <laughs> yo dog damn fuck <laughs> shit Oh and uh, it's your turn again shooting again alright you know how bust a cap do get a plus two since you're like basically a point blank Dirty eight. All right, yeah, you definitely hit him. Four, five, six, seven, eight again. All right, so yeah, that one's down too. And um, there's just like a um, smoking hole in the center of this uh, this chuffed in uh, carapace. And um, he like kind of tumbles to the ground and uh, roll a notice check for me. Uh, Benny Seven Okay So uh You look back Towards where the Other one was With um With Thorn And Starlet And mo 5 And uh You see mo 5 Once again Rocking the Digitized Um Red bandana Over his uh <laughs> light bulb forehead thing and uh he has got the other Chupton like uh down on the ground and he's got a laser pistol in his hand pointed at it and his um robot foot is uh resting on the chest of that um of that Chupton All the Chuptons are down, right? Yep. And also uh the Space Shuttle Challenger is kind of flying in big circles around this area trying to look for you. Oh, shit! you wouldn't know that it's trying to look for you, but yeah, it's like flying around. So. Tim and Allison, or Tim and Kim, Allison and Charlie. <laughs> I would like to try like at least five more combinations of both of your <laughs> names and aliases.
4: Are there any windows that we could see what was happening? Yeah, there's
3: like the sort of um, main uh, challenger windows that are up in the front, like where um, where Charlotte would be sitting. Uh, and then there's also, like, just sort of view cameras everywhere and, like, sort of view screens and stuff. So you can see pretty much everywhere you need to see with this thing. Okay. Can we see
2: MO5 anywhere? Uh, roll a notice check for me. The a nine. Ten.
3: All right, yeah, both of you were able to single, um, single them out after the laser fire that happened between... Um, the the fight that just happened there i'm gonna
2: fly the the shuttle down that uh, direction then
3: all right and then uh so yeah you you fly down uh that way and um i would say allison you probably open up the the door on the side and like lower down the the ladder or something
4: yeah does
2: that sound like something you do well i yeah right. I,
4: whatever the yeah. option is to be able to get them Is
2: there a, uh, is there, like, some sort of a loudspeaker or something like that? Oh, of course there would be, on the Aldrin's tour bus. I want to, again, shout at James, Come with me if you want to leave. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it, like, kind of
3: echoes with all that reverb and stuff in this, um, big open space with the concrete sort of, uh, buildings around and everything. We've established that MO5 can climb a ladder right Oh, of course. He used to be the habitat keeper of a, you know, I have, whole thing on habitat. I'm pretty
0: acrobatic. I have no problem with it. All right.
3: Yeah, all, all of you are able to to get up there. And um, who would you say comes up last? Mo five. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, everybody gets up to the top, and then Mo five gets up there and starts like pulling in the the rope ladder and you hear the door close with a sort of pneumatic hiss
2: and uh, kind of a thunk and uh, you guys are all in the,
0: the tour bus now.
2: I am going to uh, start taking off towards Elia before I start talking to anybody.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna pop my head through the companionway or wherever you want to call the in- opening and be like um, just like old times that, oh <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs>
1: Well, apparently they didn't bother to clean anything before putting it away for a bit. So, yeah, it's real bad.
3: Yo, Chaves, I gotta say, major props on taking out those those guys, man. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of shit, cause, like, those were the Floridians and, like, you know, we probably could've, could've talked to them or something, or, like, maybe my folks could've worked out a deal, but that was still fucking awesome, right?
1: Yes.
0: Yo, where did that green face go? I shot him in his legs. Oh, because I was just thinking, you know, it might have been great if we could talk to him or fucking ask him I did talk
2: to to him, and then I shot him in his legs. Jeez, James.
1: She did at least try to figure out what was going on.
0: What's going on? Swindon. Yeah. So we were right.
1: He sent that guy to kill us after we weren't dead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is Greenface part of the mob?
1: Not that we can tell.
0: Ah, damn it. Yeah, that was... One for two.
1: So, like, um...
3: I kind of don't know what's going on here. I was just kind of kidnapped. And then... We're
2: going to my attorney's uh, safe house on Elia, Darth Maul Goodman. He is arranging for us to get a manager for the Growlers. You are going to be uh, taking on the aliases of Roadies, obviously. Um, and uh, I imagine that I've charted course at this uh, point, so I can go back. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to then, in the middle of my sentence, look at MO5 and uh, wrap my arms around him and say, My sweet, sweet boy, it's so good to have you back. And I'll immediately open up his chest compartment and pull out, uh, <laughs> and pull out a little bit of uh, whiskey and, and slug it back and then put it back and close the door and then tickle <laughs> oh, his chin. I missed you. <laughs> Same.
3: You would be very proud of me. I took out one of the people that was pointing a gun at Starlet.
2: That's very good. I am very proud, MO5.
0: Yeah, and I took out three of them, no bigs.
3: That was quite amazing. It was you and like, a couple other of you.
0: Yeah, we took out Hmm. like six of them, or maybe ten. It all happened very fast.
2: Yeah.
3: Right. I counted three.
0: (laughs) So what's our, what's our destination? Still Elia.
1: Wherever that is.
0: Oh, Elia, yeah. a couple systems over. Oh. So uh, when you
3: say that, you hear like a muffled sound uh, come from um, inside of uh, MO5's chest. like a...
1: I'll
2: open it up.
3: <coughs> oh, thank you. I didn't think that I was ever going to be useful again. Uh, it seems that you've procured another ship for me to uh, navigate
2: for you fucking Jeeves I I was beginning to think you all forgot about me I was kind of doing a good job at that though Jeeves yo where
0: are you we'll come we'll come and rescue you
2: (laughs) I'm gonna throw the hockey puck that Jeeves is on at James
0: okay um
3: uh that would be a shooting roll
2: okay uh oh uh that would be 11
3: Uh, that definitely hits James (laughs) holy shit roll
2: damage uh, what kind of damage is a uh, hockey puck? I would say a d4. All right. Plus my strength? Yep. Um, That is seven. <laughs> <laughs> Almost max damage.
3: Yeah, uh, you, you're shaking, James. Yo, what the fuck? I was just trying to figure out where he's calling from. Well, now I'd be calling from the
0: floor where I landed. <laughs> Right at your feet, Mr. Lamb. Yo, I'm so glad you're safe, Jeeves. I was worried about you. I was worried about all of you. I've been inside a dark place for some time. (laughs) Yo, you got a a way to pilot us from where you at? As soon as I'm in the captain's seat, sir.
1: Charlotte, you're going to give it up?
3: I guess. All right, you uh, walk over and place the the puck on the the seat, and the the captain's chair itself sort of, like, um, starts to inflate a little bit. In the, um, seating area and, like, split open and there's, like, a sort of robot body that, like, s- attaches to the puck and kind of inflates and- and takes on the form of the, uh, of the automated pilot. And then the- the parts that opened up of the seat, like, then, you know, kind of close back together.
0: Holy shit, that puck fucking thing acts as a transport? Yes. That is Jeeves, you moron! That's Jeeves! What?
1: Charlie. He's not going to figure it out. Just let it go.
0: <laughs> I know it's Jeeves. I'm just trying to figure out where he transported from.
1: James, like I said.
4: I... Just let it go.
0: I do need one favor from both
2: of you, though, since, well, Darth Maul Goodwin is going to hook us up big time.
1: Right.
0: You mean I don't gotta be Deborah anymore?
2: N- well, we're going to have to impersonate the Growlers, and I don't really know who their members are, but we'll figure that out later. We need to release a song as the Aldrin, something that will sell enough that Darth Maul will not regret helping me in the future.
0: Fuck yeah, we do.
1: Well, I think we've got enough from this adventure.
2: So that's okay? It's, uh, I, I know I shouldn't have made that deal, but I didn't exactly have time to, you know, come and find both of you and...
1: You're fine, don't worry.
0: Yo, I already got these lyrics playing through my head, like, it's all about the he said, she said bullshit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I kinda like that. It's yeah, very Florida. Th-
4: can run with that. That is Florida. Look at Charlie.
2: <laughs> Something about a fat lip. I don't know. If you guys didn't know, Limp Biscuit is straight out of fucking Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So, um, are you, you guys are going to write the song. And then, I don't know, what do we do?
2: Well, Darth Maul is getting in touch with a manager for the Growlers. The Growlers have a bunch of hype right now and goodwill, and so if we agree to open up for the Aldrin's, that should get us close enough to Swindon.
1: Right, okay. That sounds good to me.
2: The only other issue that we have is we need somebody to be the new Swindon. And I'm going to look directly at Thorn. <laughs>
3: and he does the the kind of look where he's like excited and points to himself and he's like M- me yeah totally like i'll i'll, I'll manage the fuck out of you guys and he turns towards starlet you see i'm gonna be their manager
2: <laughs> sort of you you do know that right that you'll be taking Swindon's spot you need to be him
3: yeah, as your manager, like, I get it, I'll have to, like, book shows, and, what, like, no, sort we're of, um, ne- kind of negotiate thorn, with, uh, Thorn.
2: we're not getting back together, we're writing one song, and we're going to get our names back to where they need to be.
0: That's it, okay? Thorny, listen, like, my contract's technically up with Mojik, we'll see how you do, you know, maybe this is considered a tryout. I can't yeah, Okay. That your
2: manager's <laughs> name is Mojink.
0: <laughs> hey, do you think I'd be able to, like, call him and get
3: some, like, you know, pointers on how to do? Nah, maybe nah, that's not that's I not mean, cool, Maybe man. that's a little bit. Yeah, nah. Weird. Nah. Like, okay. we
0: would have to leave Penicity Recordies, you know I'm saying? Fucking start your own thing. So maybe start thinking about names. Yeah, um. Yeah, I'll
3: get back to you on that. Like, you know, coming up with stuff on. Yo, sp-
0: yeah, just keep it on the back burner. Right now, just focus on being Swinton. You know what I'm saying? Yo, back burner records, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's on point right there. I'm into it.
1: I like it, actually. He
0: lifts up his hand for a high five. I'll give him. I I won't even be reluctant this
3: time. I'm going full force. All right, and an epic high five happens in the back <laughs> of the uh, space <laughs> shuttle Challenger. <laughs>
4: Best high five ever.
0: Greetings, LCPeners. If you've been enjoying the show and want some more, the best way to get more is to head over to patreon.com lcpdnd. We do have some bonus content over there, but the more money pledged also means more time and energy that can be spent on the show creating content for all y'all. Additional support can be bestowed through writing reviews for us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you like to listen, and by giving us shout-outs on social media. We'd be super grateful. Lastly, we also have merch at sonerdware.com slash lcp. Use the promo code lcp at checkout to get 10% off your entire purchase. Regardless of what you do, we would enjoy hanging out with you in our Discord server. Come chat, post memes, play weekly TTRPGs with us, and promote whatever you're working on. Find the Discord link in the description of this episode or head over to lcpdnd.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter for updates at lcpdnd. Follow Chris Riley, our GM, at Chris LCP. Follow Tim Demeuse, who plays Charlotte, at idagrabyourgun. Follow Kim Metzger, who plays Allison, at metzgirl, that's M-E-T-Z girl. She's also on the podcasts Beholder's Eye and Service Desk. Follow me, Brian Bridges, the player of James Lamb, a.k.a. Bust the Cat, at Manly Brian. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode. About the he said, she said bullshit. I think you better quit letting shit slip.
2: Talking that shit. You'll be leaving with a fat lip.
4: (laughs) Okay, recording.
2: Don't you know a pack of chainsaw? I skin your ass raw. Hey, if my day keeps going this way, I just might break your fucking face tonight. <laughs> that
3: sounds like a Christmas carol, <laughs> like a Juggalo Christmas carol.
4: Well, okay then. I can't say I've ever heard a Juggalo Christmas carol. Right?
2: I mean, that's no. pretty much what Limp Biscuit songs are, isn't it? Um, yeah. Juggalo Christmas carols. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah,
3: limp biscuit is like juggle of champagne. (laughs) I wonder if if limp biscuit, like, would uh, find that offensive or actually kind of dig that. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs)
4: Let's ask them. Come on,
0: boys. (laughs) Limp biscuit is on the show, everybody. (laughs)
3: At West Borland, do you think that you guys are the champagne of uh, Juggalos? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly don't know if West Borland's on Twitter. If he is, I might give him a follow. Not Fred Durst, though. Fred Durst wears Cody hat, and I don't like it. Cody hat.
0: (laughs) Why wouldn't you at least give Freddy a follow for all of his high-quality movies?
3: He has high-quality movies. I know that he was in Polly oh, Shore's yeah. Dead.
0: No, he directed uh, Moose is in the House. Oh, A what? Yeah.
4: For having so many fucking holes in your knowledge of the world, <laughs> you have the strangest bits of information.
3: I mean, he might be on my list if he had directed Corey in the House. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Director, The Fanatic, 2019.
3: Oh, that's right. That was him, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. He was even in it.
3: <laughs> that movie was ahead of its time because, like, you know, shortly after all this quarantine stuff uh, started and now everybody's hair looks like that. <laughs> <Right>. Everybody, they <laughs> gave themselves uh, at home barber barber shopping.
0: Fred Durst wasn't ahead of his time. He was exactly in his time. Like, he existed in the perfect <laughs> moment in life and history.
3: Yeah, I guess that's true. That and frosted tips.
4: <laughs> Wait, tip what? Frosted tips. Hmm, I prefer them a little warmer, thank <sighs> you.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <sighs> oh.